Welcome to Conversations with Dr. K on the believer's response to life's toughest issues. Hello, Pastor Jerry. Bless you, man of God. Good to see you. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Um, Pleasure being here. So we're trusting God that today we'll be able to set things right because the supernatural when it's not well laid out from God's words perspective can be, it can become spooky and people in the name of supernatural can get into funny things and you know, I mean, they're literally denominations that worship angels. (laughs) So, and you know, angels are meant to serve us. And you know, when we now flip things around to us, worshiping angels that is totally messed up so today we're trusting god that you know there's going to be such a release of instruction you know impartations and you know i believe angels are going to be dispatched on a whole new level and i believe one of the reasons why god is having us deal with this topic is because they're going to be enhanced supernatural manifestation in this season and for this to happen we need to come to a higher level of revelation where angels are concerned uh but before i ask any questions i just want you to just speak from your heart just to start with for the next for the first few minutes then maybe we start asking some questions you're welcome Uh, thank you so much man of god my pleasure being here and and yesterday i must say was almost like because a lot of people actually reached out to me also yesterday and uh, and it, it seemed like a new portal of understanding was open to them and um you know how it is that it almost seemed like, oh my God, we had this available to us and we have never been using it. We've never talked about it. Nobody's reminding us about this. And it was such a huge privilege. And and, and I really thought that, um, like we said yesterday, talking about the atmosphere, you know, that makes angelic ministrations thrive. And, and it becomes really very important, you know, when we consider atmosphere, nothing is more powerful that will cause angelic ministrations to actually assume the next dimension in our lives, like prayers, like prayers, like prayers, like prayers. Because whenever um, we begin to enter into a realm of communication with God, um, all, all, all we're trying to do is to, whether we are commanding angels to go to work or not, two things begin to happen. If either you're giving angels instructions or God is giving angels instructions on your behalf, you know? So the truth is that prayer at that particular moment becomes a a formidable instrument to activate the supernatural. Uh, Because countless number of times we we, we begin to see Jesus in one of the occasions say, um, if it was all about warfare, I will talk to my father and he will send the angels. So whether you are talking to the father or you giving command to the angels and say, angels, go to work in this uh, regard. The most important thing is that whenever prayers are done, angels go to work. And then we will realize that as the church was praying for the release of Peter, the Bible never recorded that the church prayed and said, God, um, uh, we release angels uh, to go to work right now and all that. But the truth is that angels are part, like you've come onto Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the company of innumerable angels. And so when the church begins to pray, angels are beginning to 
are, are discharged on assignment and they go to work. So when there is an atmosphere of prayer, it is almost directly proportional to the release of these angels to go to work. And so we must understand that the atmosphere that makes, I mean, our prayers are just like commands we're giving angels. Our prayers are like templates of operations we're giving angels. Our prayers are like the manuals and the modules of operation that we're giving angels. And so if we do not pray, angels cannot work. So angels cannot just look at you in your leisure or in your pleasure, lying down on the bed and say, angels, I want you to go to work right now on my back and going to work. It will definitely not work at all. And so we must realize that one of the formidable things is our prayer, is our prayer. Now, it's also interesting to know that, like I said, when you are, there are things you do and angels understand that they have to go to work on your behalf. Like the Bible will speak about and God when he says, and he will give his angels charge over thee. Now, in that particular scripture, you didn't have to pray for the angels, but God begins to give his angels charge. He gives his angels charge. And that is when a man is operating in the will of God, angels are dispatched over the man. And let me say one more time, when a man is walking in the will of God, angels are on assignment over the man. And I'll speak about the resurrection of Jesus, you know, when we find the, the angel at the grave rolling away. There was never a time that Jesus even made a prayer and say, angels, oh, right now, I need you right now, come work for me. But then again, Jesus was operating in the will of God. And angels have to be on assignment. In other words, when a believer is walking outside of the will of God, you are not, um, you're, you're not in within the template of divine provisions for your life. You cannot expect angelic administration, even if you pray for it, even if you pray for it, because the angels are there to support the will of God. They will never do what you want. They will do what God wants for you. And so if you do not operate in the will of God, the angels will never bring you support. So the, 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 the mystery of, of the angelic visitations and ministrations, as it were, is tied to our ability to stay at what is the will of the master when I'm in a program and there are blind people. The will of the master is that those blind eyes will open. What, what is the will of the master when, so anything that is sync, in sync with the will of God and synonymous with the ideals of God, those are the things that the angels actually will thrive in. And I say an atmosphere of prayer when a man is operating in the will, in the, in the will of God. And of course, we've had a lot of theologians, I tried to touch that yesterday, we've had a lot of theologians try to um, theologize on this. But the most important thing is that there is an agreement among the theologians that there is something called the tongues of angels. They know, because if you even go to um, the book of Revelation, when John the Revelator was describing the angels, and the Bible said in one of those occasions, and the angels worshiped God in their tongues. So, which means there is a way that the angel have got the angels have got a language of communication, and so it is also so when, when Apostle Paul was talking about even though I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, which means that the angels. So when we speak in the Holy Ghost, there are times when we switch to begin to communicate with the angels in the language they will understand, and the angels just go to work. So away from building up yourself in your most holy faith, away from creating, a, that there are times when you speak in the Holy Ghost and you just do not know that you are giving instructions to some angels right now. You 
with understanding when, when when you're spiritually sensitive you understand what you're doing at that moment but what for someone who doesn't know you may not understand that you've just sent out an, an angel right now to take out fibroid you've just sent out an angel to do this so the tongues so when we're speaking the holy ghost any child of god who speaks in the holy ghost all the time must have at one point in time or another sent an angel on assignment without knowing it any child of God who speaks in the Holy Ghost all the time must have actually sent out an angel on assignment and without even realizing that I just did right now. I just did right now. And so away from prayers, operating in the will of God and also speaking in tongues. These are the things that lay the background for the angelic administrations to thrive. And most importantly, angels cannot be present when there is no assignment for them. Angels cannot work when there is no assignment for them. And I want to say that if you can handle it, then you don't need an angel. Now, if it is something that the human power can make up, then you don't need an angel. Angels are there to help you do difficult things in the spirit that ordinary human labor cannot achieve. That is what the angels are there to do. And so if you can cross out I and do Y and C, angels are supernatural. They are very powerful, but they are not to be worshipped. Right? They are not to be worshipped. But the most important thing is that we acknowledge that they are powerful. We acknowledge, um, I'm afraid to say this, we acknowledge that they, they, are, they are powerful and they know they are powerful. It's not like believers. Believers are powerful, but believers don't even know they are powerful. But angels are powerful and they know they are powerful. And like I said yesterday, reason why Gabriel had to tell um, Zechariah, I said, what do you mean? I am Gabriel. I stand before the presence of God. What are you saying? You know? And this is exactly what it is. So we must understand that angels understand their power. And if there is an assignment for an angel, when there is an assignment for an angel, an angel definitely shows up. So if there is no assignment for an angel, an angel is definitely not going to come. So when there is trouble to fix somewhere, angel, oh my God, all the time in the scriptures. I mean, if there was a Sodom and Gomorrah to destroy, an angel needed to show up. And because there was an assignment, angels like, they, 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 there's so much agidi, agidi in, the, in the body of angels. They, they, are just, they, they just want, well, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? So if there is an assignment for an angel, then you can be sure that an angel is going to be present. And most of the time, most of the time you realize they we are not sent. Most of the time, nobody, you no, no people never even made a prayer and say, oh, angel, I'll make this happen. And a lot of the ministry uh, in the beginning of the New Testament church, a lot of their ministries, they experienced most of angelic visitation. I could go on and on, whether it was Paul, whether it was Peter, all of those people, they were, even when um, uh, uh, these ones were writing James, were writing, all of them were writing their own private um, uh, epistles. You find out at one point they will make reference to angels. So most of them experienced angelic So they make the work of the early church very easy. They made the work of the early church very easy. And so angels are there. So once there is an assignment for an angel, so but when God sees you trying to carry all your burdens for yourself, then I'm afraid to say the angels will never be made available. So I could go on and on, men of God, but um, 
I, I, wow. I, I, I pass the ball over to you. Yes. That, that, that was so powerful. Pastor Jerry, yes. talking about testimony, do you know yesterday when we were talking, yes. there was a gentleman who did a contract uh, to the tune of over $100,000 whose money wow. was being owed. And as we were talking, and we we're talking about dispatching angels to get things done for you, health-wise, financial-wise, you know, apparently, I think towards the end, I gave a word of knowledge about that along the line. Do you know, I got a, a testimony this morning on our testimony line. The fellow said, the money that they have sat down since then, nobody mentioned it. All of a sudden, this morning, Saturday morning, he, got, he just got an alert. A hmm. part of the money has been paid and the person, Hallelujah. without contacting the person, this person hmm. will not pay before, paid hmm. part of the money and he said, I'm going to pay the rest by next week. Shut up, Adam, Just because angels, hmm. there are people under the sound of our voice whose finances are being held down because their angels hmm. are not being deployed. Mm. There are churches that the reason why your finances, your resources are low is because your angels are not being engaged. If God mm. sent you to that city, there are angels that have been assigned to work with you where publicity mm. is concerned, where finances is concerned, where every mm. aspect of the work is concerned. Ministry is not mm. a natural work. It's a mm. supernatural work. Why do mm. we pray if we don't expect angels to be engaged? There are mm. angels that have been assigned to make sure authorities are aligned with you in your city. Yes. You know, yes. reading from Acts chapter 12, verse 23, the Bible says that immediately an angel of the Lord struck Herod because mm. he did not give glory to God and he to was God. eaten by worms and died. Mm. This is in the New Testament. You know, because some mm. people think it's only in the Old Testament that angel... in the New Testament. That's there right. was an authority that was opposed mm. to the will of God. And yes. you know, the angel of God went into action and shut yes. him down. That's there right. are things that need to be shut down in your city. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, and, and, and you see, no matter how we look at it, no matter how much we think that God is not interested in shutting down some wicked men who think that they become principalities, I, I want to let someone know that angels are still going to work to do that. Angels are still going, because there are men who in their stupidity have taken the place of God. And they sit on the throne and they let you know, if you like, I've overheard a man before say to someone, and I say, even if you pray about it, a man, a human being said to another, I overheard it myself. And the human being said, even if you pray about it, nothing will come out of it. I have made up my mind. You don't say that. That means you're saying, even if you talk to God, he will not do anything about it because you, a human being, have taken decision about it. No, these are the kind of people angels have to slap. Just one slap will settle the matter. So there are angels whose assignments are to look for people who carry the Herodic spirit. The spirit of Herod, yes. The spirit of Herod, you find them in government. You find them in some family and, and relationship clans. You know, they sit there, they call themselves strong men, you know, because they believe that there is some useless God crafted out 
of stone or stick that they are worshipping. That there's one talisman that's been given to them and all of that. And then the slapping angel needs to visit them. And then there is actually an angel which the scripture describes in the Old Covenant that went after the Egyptians and the Bible called him the angel of death. Now the Bible had to call him the angel of death. So there is an angel that likes to kill people. There's an angel <laughs> whose designation is true, man of God. That's what the That's Bible right. calls him, the angel of death. And the angel went after the firstborn of Egypt. Everything that is called firstborn from the one, even the Bible said, even to the slaves, even the firstborn of the slaves. So peradventure, you were not an Israelite and you were a slave from another country and you were in Egypt. Ah, angel of death will find you, will be killing you, killing you without wasting time. So there are things that, oh my God, if we know the resources we have at our, at our, at our arsenal, how much God has made available, we will realize that we need to dispatch some angels tonight. You may not even know all the prayers to make, but you need to dispatch some angels to your village. May, let, let, let them just let the angels just just go to somewhere in your village and by tomorrow morning you will get the result you need to send some angels to your office right now because i mean i mean you you think it is a weekend angels don't know what time it is they, they don't even care because someone carries your file he hides it somewhere someone takes your document and all of it some people are going to be amazed how much the documents that they we are keeping on their table how it disappeared and go to the boss's table and then they're going to just wonder what happened. Why, why did this document get? How did it get here? An angel collected it. He's collecting it tonight, putting it where it belongs on Monday morning. Instead of seeing it at the other guy's table, they are going to see it at the boss's table and the boss is going to sign up. They will still think they are keeping you, but they don't know that. I'm in. This is exactly what happened to Peter. They thought they still had Peter on the lock. They thought that Peter was still there, but no, sir. The angel came. Those guys, whether they were dead or whether they were alive, whatever it was, they were just there motionless. And Peter had to pass with the angel. And so that's what God is doing. God is doing it for someone right now. Because there are angels. Yes. It might look like nothing. But I see angels. So if we have angel of death, we also have angels that prepare meals. We have angels that prepare me. We have, we have chef angels. The, 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 the type of angel that went to where the man of God was, tired, fucked out, and all that, and hit him. I say, wake up. There is meal prepared for you. He finished eating and slept up again. The angel brought another food again. So angels, I mean, there is no doubt that we can... Oh, I mean, depending on what you want. There is an angel that delivers news. There's an angel that fights. There's an angel that kills. There's an angel that, that, that is almost like a, a, a doctor. There are so angel sons, as it were, because there are a lot of angels, innumerable company of angels. So, and they've got specific assignments. They've got specific, oh my God, the speed of the angels. And like I said, you can't even qualify them in moments. I can't even qualify them in nano moments because the speed of the angels are things that you, you can't wrap your head around it. And so, because you know the reason for the angel, the angel is coming as a compensation for your delay. 
The angels are being deployed as a compensation for your delay. What was supposed to take chronologically? It's going to take um, one month. It's supposed to take three months. But the speed of the angels. The Bible speaks about how they fly in the Kosaka, in Dabasha, and the angel will just come boom and perform the strange acts of God. And I believe that right now there are people who their times, God is shrinking their times because King Toshabara, an angel is not going to take a walk to do this. An angel is not, is not going to take a flight to do this. He's not going to fly British Airways. He's not going to wait for, for them to open up the airways before the angel. No Koroboshiyanaba. And in a split second, you are seeing things rolled out. Even as we speak right now, angel just walks into your house. As we even speak right now, the angel just walks into that business. He's arranging, rearranging. Whatever covering that has covered men from seeing who you are in order to favor you, the angels are working on your behalf right now. The angels are working on your behalf right now. And it is amazing to know as Daniel reported, and Daniel reported right from the lion's den when the king came the next morning and then began to ask him, Oh, ye Daniel, oh Daniel, are you still alive? And he said, Oh, king, live forever. For my God sent his angel, you know, and he shot the mouth of the lions. He shot. So there are angels that are doing plenty things. There are angels that are shot out of lions' mouth. You know, and this is it. There are times he doesn't take me out of the lion's den, but he lets me be in the in the midst of the lions. So let them know that Una no get sick. Even if Una get sick, Una no fit chop me. So there are times God sends an angel. All he does is to let them know. And all that the lions will be looking and people are waiting. They will still devour him. They will still devour him. No, sir, you don't understand the ministry of the angels that are. I am always. He said, My God sent his angel. You thought you threw me here to die. But you didn't realize that there was an angel that walked in here with me. I'm so sure about and, and more than ever before, you know, people in the places where people used to enjoy one angelic ministration, and uh, people are going to be seeing seven angels on their behalf. Seven angels. A man in ministry is about to enjoy seven angels. Two will be on the pulpit. Two Little things you do will become magnified. Little things you do. It's going to cause an explosion. Some people will say it's just an opening prayer. But an opening prayer is going to cause an explosion in the spirit. Other people say, oh, I just did this small thing. But the ministry of the angels are going to amplify. They are going to amplify. They are going to amplify the things you do. They are going to amplify the things you do. I am a witness. If I do have any success in the supernatural ministry, I have it because of the angelic assistance I always receive. Every morning as I sit down on the NSBPD chair, the Spirit of God says to me, one, there's been no day, there's been no day I sit down that he doesn't tell me, I am releasing 1,200 angels. I am releasing 
5,000 angels. I am releasing a substantial number of angels because there are people that have got to be woken up from the dead. There are, there are limbs to be fixed. There are blind eyes to change. There are so angelic ministrations. The more angels you have, the better for you. The more that you deploy to work, the more it begins to work for you. And so we must understand that these are the things that make it thrive. We must understand because until now, some people are not using their angels. Until now, some people are making their angels jobless. Until now, we don't, and men of God, you know what? We don't realize that angels have got emotions. Angels have got emotions. Now, the Bible will speak about when the angels came to talk about the birth of Jesus, that they were rejoicing. They were full of joy and all that. And, and, and the Bible also speaks in another time, if, during the John the Revelator, when he talks about how the angels were crying, you know, that the angels cried, you know, when it was realized that, that such a great a time of trepidation was coming upon the world. And they, so the angels actually have felt emotions. So there are things you will do to an angel. There are ways you're going to be, an angel might, might feel bad. Just the same way we, we know the personality of the Holy Spirit, you know, and all that. Yes, the angels are just the same way your servant, your gate man can feel bad. Just the same way your chef can feel bad. Just the same way they will feel bad. And if your chef feels bad, they will not offer you their best. They will not offer you their best. And so we must understand that angels, they've got emotions. So there are things I, if I can do the things that make them rejoice in heaven. If I can do the things that make angels go absolutely ballistic in heaven. If I can do the things that make angels leap and jump for joy in heaven, then I can be sure that angels will rejoice. There's going to be massive rejoicing and the angels will go to work. They will do more than they were asked to do. They were asked to kill firstborn in Israel and angels went to work in Egypt. And angels went to work, went to where the animals were, where started looking for their firstborn, went to where uh, the fowls were, started looking for their firstborn. But you were asked to just kill ordinary firstborns that were human beings. But the angels said, listen, firstborn is firstborn. We are finishing everything that is called firstborn in it. So angels are ready to do much more than you have ever. So Rakim Takoshi Balaba, nothing can make him one more territorial than his use of angels. Araba, like you said, man of God, you are in ministry and you're struggling, please deploy your angels. Deploy your angels where it matters most. Send your angels an assignment. If you know the designations of your city, put an angel there. Nothing. An angel will do much more for you than a billboard can do. An angel will do much more for you than a radio announcement can do. An angel will do much more for you. There are things you don't advertise yourself. I, man of God, somebody was, somebody was just, we were talking earlier, and somebody was, was, was asking a question. I said, somebody was asking someone who is a member of our congregation, and Saying, how did you grow your online base? Can, can you show us the the um whatever on how online how you grow online, uh, grow people online, and all that such kind of questions? And I said to myself, how I wish they knew that such things do not have modules. How I wish you knew. Let those who lend their own by modules. 
uh, let them learn it that way because another man is going to come with a higher intelligence and then they will collect your own from you. But I'll lend my own by trusting God and his angels. How can you be sleeping by 7 a.m.? When NSVPD is on, I've got some angels sent by 6 a.m. to wake you up from sleep, to direct you to what is going on, to bring in new people on board. This canto shiba and the angels are not there. Because you know what? They are passionate. Angels are zealous. Angels are... Somebody just put up something on social media. And, 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 and it's so amazing because it, it, it's amazing because people sometimes may need to see the reality. And it's still the same thing I'm talking about. She put it out and, and, and she tagged me. And, and I read it and I laughed. And, and, and she said something. So it's an addiction. And she wrote it this way. Say addiction. It is very strong. But I love this my type. Because it is a positive one. Imagine waking up two consecutive Saturdays for NSPPD. Pastor Jerry Uchechukwe is any plan, you know. And then this is what happens. Now, every Saturday you wake up and discover, oh, it's not holding today. It's not holding today. And these are the works. Kandoshiba, Rabura, and they So, and she calls it addiction. Angels who make people get addicted to you. They can't, they can't, because they are on assignment. Look, like I said, angels, and the Bible says when the Lord, when Jesus is going to come, you know, and the, 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 the angels are going to blow. They are the ones that are going to announce. They are going, so angels are announcers. They announce times. They announce seasons. They, they, they make noise. When Jesus was born, it was still the angels that came and were making noise up and down. And then you want God to advertise you. You want to be advertising your generation and you are doing it for yourself. Oh, no, sir. Don't do what God can do for you. Send the angels to go and make the announcement. You have a program that is forthcoming and then you think it is by this manipulative advertisement. No, sir. Send the angels today because if it profits the kingdom, the angels will do it much more. Now, but the problem is that if it is not in the will of God, don't expect an angel to do anything. But if the heartbeat is the kingdom must not suffer loss, this is the work of the angels. They like to do such things. You mean your passion is to see souls saved? You mean your passion is to see blind? See? Your, your passion is to make sure Jesus is made famous? Leave the angels. They will overdo it. Send them on assignment. They'll, and you know the good thing about the angels. They will bring to you what you need. Now, see this. When Jesus was given the parables about, you know, the, the stars and the wheat growing together and all that. And then when they asked, oh, shall we, should we remove uh, uh, the stars and all that? And Jesus said, leave them, let them grow together. That at the last day, I will send my angels. That I will send, and they will be the one that will actually do the proper harvesting. They will separate the stars from the angels never bring what I don't need. Angels never bring what I don't need. Angels don't bring me tasks when I need wheat. Because Jesus said, don't bother with the harvest. Angels know what to do. When I send the angels on assignment, you know, the reason why you thought you got a blessing, but what you got was trouble, was that you never sent an angel. You thought it was, ah, God, I really thought that this person was the right person for me. You never sent an angel because angels know how to bring you exactly. Somebody may need to try this out because these things are not theory. These things are not theory. These are things that we have thought, we have felt, we have proven, and all that. Every time I have brought in people into my life, they cost me trouble. 
may cause me more trouble than I can. But whenever an angel brings someone into my life, angel, you just see them. They're literally when people are walking up to you and they're smiling. The Spirit of God just uh, opens your eyes and you just see that how an angel is bringing that one. How an angel is bringing. And you just know angel will never bring you people who will not service your destiny. And so there are times if you've made declarations, say, God, send me help us. After you made a prayer, now release the angels to go to work wherever my helpers are. Because every time you make the prayer, the devil also goes to work. Every time you make the prayer, the devil also goes to work to bring you the people. The Bible says, marvel not. For Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So the devil also goes to work to bring you someone who looks like what you prayed about, but they've got ulterior motive on the long on the long run. But then again, you must realize that at this point, all you do is to deploy the angels and say, bring to me what I need. Go and find me. There is no car that will come with my wit. There is no time. What a privilege we have in the Father. What greatness we have in the Father. But yes, because the, the, there is a pastor, that there is someone in ministry, you know, who is listening to us right now, who may need to actually ask for, for, for angelic assistance. Angelic assistance. Yeah, from service tomorrow, you're going, you're going to ask, and even before you take up the microphone to lead the worship, ask for angelic assistance, if Jesus would say, if it is something about fighting, if Jesus would say, if it's about a battle, I will ask my father and he would say, if Jesus knew there was a need for angelic assistance, Jesus knew that I need, Jesus did not say if it was battle, I would have said with my mouth now. And, and if he said this, it would have happened. But Jesus said, I will ask my father and he would have sent me legions of angels. And if Jesus could say that, who are you not to need an angelic assistance? Who are you not to need an angelic assistance? And so what most people lack is angelic assistance. What most people lack is angelic assistance. And this is the time where someone may need to say, Lord, pour out your angel in our meeting. Wow, this is serious. I, you know, yeah. something now, Pastor Jerry, you, 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 you and I might not know the, the, the fullness of what is happening right now because, you know, there are ministries that their operations are going to change totally after today. Yes, because, yes, you know, it's so sad that, you know, a lot of people have been doing ministry from the natural point of view because it, it seems that there's not enough resources in the supernatural. But mm. I see an army rising because a lot of people are going to have to shut down some of the things they've been doing for years because they will come to realize they've been going the natural way when they are supposed to be going the supernatural way. Now, literally speaking, what we're saying is that there are angels assigned for different things. There are angels assigned to help students. I remember when I was in pharmacy school 30 years ago, you know, because yeah. of the color upon my, upon my life, there were things I, I could not do, like all the students. I remember there was a course for ecology, which was very, very necessary. But this course, was, the classes was almost clashing with the fellowship time. So I had to make a choice between the class and the fellowship I was leading. So I said, Lord, I give it to you. So I'm just going to attend the first class and the last class. And I believe you will help me. Do you know what happened, Pastor Jerry? supernaturally the question that was going to be set in the finance was brought to me through the ministry of angels i saw everything like two days before the exam guess what i got i let i let the class i had distinction 
in a class I did not attend. Attend. Because there was an Indian brought it for me. I saw it. You know, it will look like circumstances, but you know, it will look like coincidence. But it was a supernatural arrangement. I laid yeah. my hands on those questions, and it was the same set of questions that were in the exam. Now, there are angels, for example, in Acts chapter 12, verse 23, we just saw the angel whose assignment was to defend the purpose of God. So there was an error in town that was working against the will of God that needs to be struck dead. In the New Testament, not Old Testament. In the New Testament. I like the way you're saying it. Yes, sir. On that grace. And angels are killing people. And on that grace. On the grace. <laughs> and they found the feet to record it under yeah. the New Testament that okay. somebody got struck dead under mm. grace. You know, about 30, 30 years ago, to be precise, I think around September 1990, shortly after the call of God came upon my life, I went mm. to pray on campus those days. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, from this day forward, can you do me a favor? He said, whenever you are hungry with somebody, he said, do your best to forgive them quickly. Yeah. It was even at the time that I was just coming up in the knowledge of God's word, and I was wondering, yeah. Lord, what do you mean? And I heard the Lord saying clearly, He said, Do you know there are angels assigned to you that anytime you are mad, <laughs> anytime you feel like you have been wronged, said they yeah. go to war on your behalf. He said, So can you do your best to manage your anger to make sure you forgive your people quickly? He said, Because these angels will fight them. The moment. I said, really? He said, yes. I was like, God, what is this? He said, because they are like robots. Yes. You know, yes. That, that, and what, what that does to me that it, it now makes sense when, when God told Abraham, whosoever blesses you shall be blessed. Yes. Whosoever causes you, anyone that sets himself against you, the angels yeah. assigned to you to protect you, to yeah. defend you, we go yeah. after them. You know, there is a ministration that is beyond natural comprehension. You just feel strength that you cannot describe when you should be weak. I mean, a few minutes before then, you are so tired, and all of a sudden, you are so energized, and you're wondering where did they come from? You have been ministered to. So there are angels that work in different departments. There are angels assigned to your health. There are angels assigned to your protection. There are angels assigned to your provision. As I'm speaking right now, angels are being activated in that city. I don't care where you are. You might be in a remote village. There are angels assigned to bring food to you. They will bring resources to you. They will bring opportunity to you. You know, it does not matter for as long as you are in the will of God. God. That's the key. Uh-huh. If for uh-huh. as long as you are in the key in the will of God, you will uh-huh. find because your angels will go to work to make Cash sure supernatural resources are generated, even where natural resources are not present. Uh-huh. Where natural resources uh-huh. are not present, they will make sure uh-huh. they uh-huh. arrange uh-huh. things supernaturally to compensate for what is not available naturally. You know, angels are assigned to do what you cannot do, what cannot be achieved yeah. naturally. Yes. So there's no such thing yes. as you are limited because of a natural environment, because you have the ability to create a supernatural environment. You have the ability to, to deploy angels to bring things, to create things. 
they, they create mm. they are they have creative capacity they can they can mm. replace they can create they can install mm. they can do all manner when, when you become aware of your resources, you begin to yeah. have faith in the ministry of angels, then there will be yeah. an increase in supernatural manifestations in your life, yeah. in your ministry, in things going on around you. You know, you just realize the, the environment around you has changed because all of a sudden you become aware. You know, in Second Kings chapter 6, the servant of the prophet was afraid because he was unaware. He did not know about the ministry of angels. So he yes. had, I mean, the, 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 the prophet had to pray for him, Lord, open his eyes. That open his eyes. Yeah. What is happening yesterday and today is that people's eyes are opening. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I don't need to relocate to be successful. I only need to be in the will of God. supernatural advantage. For as long as I'm in the center of the will of God, I have angels that can create opportunities in any environment mm. Mm. so there's going to be an awareness in the supernatural you know one of the problems where the church is concerned these days is that there are too many teachings on the natural and there's very much less, less teaching on the supernatural true true i mean you, you, you're, you're saying it right and that is the reason why our results are more natural than they are supernatural. That is the reason why people are just in that space where they are. They seem to be asking, where, where, does, can God do this? Can God make this thing happen? Can God, can God remember a man? Can God bring to a man what he's looking for? What people are, God, God is saying to someone, listen, you are even expending more energy than you are doing. Once you know how to deploy the ministry of the angels, these things are real. And you don't, like, like, like you, you don't know how to be everywhere at the same time. You don't even have to. You don't even have to. Before you leave your house, drop an angel for your children. And as you are, wherever you are getting it, keep an angel there. Wherever that is, keep an angel there. Anyone that you keep an angel there. So wherever, and the assignment determines the kind of angel you are living there. Like you're calling for angel of provision, angel of this thing, angel. There are people tonight that might need to release. Nothing less than 500 angels to their village because they need to release yes, 500 warfaring angels to their village. Find the herald, any herald that has stood anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shadekera, spare them not, spare them not. End of Kosokota. There are people who shakadaba who believe they are only going to be the voice, they should only be the voice. In your career, in in, in business, and you gotta send an angel there. Shut them up! Shut them up! And the angels are not there to joke. It is not a case of they slap Harold and Harold died. As you are dying, worms are eating you. Like what is it means that as Harold died, Harold started decaying immediately. Started decaying immediately. That is what, what the way an angel works. As you're doing your diet, you're decaying everything, bah, 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 all at the same time. And so God wants to give such ministries to some people tonight.
So you are not just going to bind and lose her by yourself tonight. When you are done, now release the angels of war. Release the angel of war. Go to war. Shabala scatter. Unveil. Where eyes cannot get to, the angels have already seen it. They've already seen it. Excavate anything buried. Kuraba Shakara. As you know, you know, you know, you know, the, the scripture you pointed out where the, the eyes of the servants of God had to be opened, and then he saw. The Bible said that what he saw were chariots of fire. What he saw were chariots of fire. So these angels we are talking about, when it is warfare time, you expect fire. When it is time for them to begin to work against negativity, the only statement they are giving you is fire. When a new season, remember, it was this same chariot of fire that separated Elijah and Elisha. When a new season is about to be birthed, because the Bible said, and Elijah went up to heaven by a wild wind, but it was a chariot, that, a chariot of fire that separated Elijah and Elisha. So this chariot of fire only came to announce a new season has been birthed. The old is going and the new has come. And that is why the chariot of fire remained with Elisha. He remained with Elijah even after Elijah had gone. And so when a new season is being birthed, somebody must realize if it's a new season, your angels are there with fire. And please don't let your angel waste their fire when there are things they can burn. When there are souls they need to set on fire. Because there are, there, are, there are people who need to let people know that you need to go and tell someone, tell someone, tell someone and say, Lord, put, put fire in the heart of men. Put fire in the, tomorrow, angels that carry fire, please appear in our services and drop fire in the bosoms of men. Drop, drop, you know, all of a sudden, you're going to find some people begin to ask, there's going to be a fire in your heart, this kind of zeal. You know, why, why haven't I given to this? Why, 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 haven't I, why, why haven't I done this? Why haven't I done oh, You will realize fire has been dropped in your heart. All of a sudden, have, who is talking about COVID anymore? COVID what? COVID what? People, when angels don't drop enough fire in your heart, you don't remember nonsense things anymore. And, and then this is the season that we're in. And God is saying, my angels are ready. There's going to be an avalanche of divine ministration. There's going to be because as we even speak right now, we've been talking about angels working for your family, working for your family. What you don't know right now is that even while we're talking, the angels went to work. The angels went to work. Before the end of this broadcast, somebody's about to meet a turnaround you never planned for in your family. You never thought things that have lasted for years. The angels are walking in. Change you couldn't see with your eyes. They are moving to where your mother, your father, your brother, your sister is. Any written code of the spirit that eyes cannot see, that you've not been able to discern with your understanding, the angels, who have been made spirits, are moving right there. They are scattering what needs to be scattered. They are deleting what needs to be deleted. And if there's anybody to be slapped, they are slapping the person right now. Because the truth of the matter is that King Rabasha. They have to return with good news. They have to return with good news. If you think you are angry about what is going on in your life, you have no idea how the angels are much more angry. The angels right. are angrier than you. 
If you think, you know how it is when Herod began to speak and people say, ah, this one is speaking like God and all of that. If people were angry at what Herod was saying, they have no even idea how angry the angels were. And the angels are madly angry. And that's the same way I believe that there is karotika, eshu, baraba, irakata, an angel that is angry tonight about what is going on in your Even if no angel is angry, the guardian angel, your own guardian angel is angry about the way things are going on, the way you are, the confinement, the limitation. And, and the angel is saying, tell me what to do now. Tell me what to do now. Tell me what to do now. I am not just an escort. Tell me what to do now. If you say nothing, you have nothing. I am not just an escort. Don't die before your time when you have me available. Tell me what to do. Because until you open your mouth, nothing works. Until you open your mouth, I will render you no assistance. Until you open your mouth, I will not break what needs to be broken. And so this is the night that somebody is going to open his mouth and came to Koshadaya. Let there be an upsurge of angelic assistance. Let there be an upsurge. Because as many that believe, oh God, I love this. I love this. The Bible says when Lazarus died, Lazarus died, suffered retrogression, suffered all kinds of things. The Bible says an angel, it was an angel that carried Lazarus from where he was and took him to Abraham's bosom and carried Lazarus from where he was. So there are people tonight, you can't make the journey again by yourself. You don't have it. Listen, the next, you've been through so much that you can, there is going to be angelic courage. For, 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 for want of a better word to put it, the angels are literally going to carry you. They're going to carry that business. They're going to carry that career. They're going to carry that ministry. They're going to carry. You have done enough. You have carried yourself enough. You have carried that business enough. Right now, God is carrying. There is a divine carriage. God is carrying you to where you belong. God is even. God is carrying you to a place of impact. God is carrying you to a time where there's going to be explosion of the supernatural. And so, no matter the pain that Lazarus went through in the parable that Jesus told about the Lazarus and the rich man, no matter the pain that Lazarus went through at the time with the fullness of time, the Bible says that angels came and carried land. So somebody, regardless of the pain of yesterday, angels are carrying you. They are moving you to your next season. There's, there's an angelic carriage and they're going to be carrying you with so much fun fair. Those that pretend that they don't they, 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 they are not seeing your rising or your rising is just for them. No, no, no. They are going to see more. They are going to see more. They are going to see more. All God is saying is, stay in my will. Arando koshibala. Arabane koshiyara. Hanto koshiyara. I love angels. And, and I don't know why. You, you know, there's someone who is made for a global relevance. Don't settle for local aggression. Let me say to someone again, if God has earmarked a man for global re relevance, please don't do local fights. Don't do local fights. Because when God sets a man for local relevance, but global relevance, you don't engage in local. Because the angels have shut up. If the work of the angel is just for your locality, then it is a local angel. It's a very local angel because the angels are not local. They cannot come and do a work that will only be in that place that you are in. No, sir. No, sir. 
The angel, when Jesus Kadoshi Barabaha was born somewhere, the angels went to talk about it at another place. You know, they just know how to pass information up and down, up and down. Even the one they asked them to go to talk, the one they didn't ask them to, the angels will just go and talk about because there's someone under the sound of my mother. Angels are talking about you. Angel, right now, right now, angels are talking. There's a man that has been acting like they can't hear you, they are not interested in. Angels are hitting them by the shoulder as well. And the angels are speaking to them. Angels are telling them concise things. You are getting a call from them right after this meeting because the time of your remembrance has come. The little things you do are about to be magnified in your eyes. Hallelujah. Wow. This is serious. You know, Pastor Jerry, one of the things that, that came to my mind as you were talking is, you know, this issue of generational curses. Now, I'm a believer in the fact that if anyone is in Christ, is a new creature, all things have passed away, all things have become new. Now, yes, I believe it's the will of God that every child of God should walk in the blessing. But, but mm-hmm. there's also a part of enforcing the blessing. You know, the problem is a lot of people assume the blessing goes into motion automatically without you having to do things to deploy the blessing. And the deployment of your blessing might mean, you know, literally neutralizing some forces. Now, there are things, as I'm speaking right now, some of you, your mind is going to things that are running your family. Now, negative things running your family. As a believer, they should not be running in your life. But yes. if you are careless, if you don't know how to use your weapons of warfare, if you don't know oh, no, how no, no, to no. deploy your angels, you oh, will God. just, it will just be theory. Christ has redeemed yes. you from the cause of the law. Now, the, the, the practical implementation and execution of the blessing involves the deployment of your angels. Yes. Use your angels. Be, yes. be, 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 be. Be, 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 do it on purpose. Don't, don't, don't just yeah. say, okay, I, I, I'm in Christ Jesus. I'm fine. You are fine. We know. But there yeah. are things, there are tools being, that's been made available for you that you yeah. must deploy on purpose, consciously. Yeah. And some of you, you need some angels more than others <laughs> yeah. based on what you are dealing with. You I agree. You need to be deliberate. You yeah. need to be deliberate. You need to be, you know, there are things that flow in certain families naturally because yes. battles have been won by previous generations. So people just yes. come into it and enjoy the flow. But you, you might be a first generation, a first ah. generation carrier of the blessing. That's uh, what you're preaching right. You're preaching you right. A first generation carrier of the blessing. Yes. So you yes. might have to like clear the paths. It's like the bushes yes, in front so. of you, clear the paths. Send the angels, deploy them. Say, in the name of Jesus. This stops now in this family because I carry the blessing. I release the angels to clear the path. I am starting a new line of the blessed. You know, it's possible that Lazarus, who has the same covenant that Abraham had, will still die a poor man. Very poor. Abraham that made the covenant with God was a rich man, but Lazarus, who was who was also under that covenant, died poor because Lazarus yeah. was irresponsible. Where the aspect of the covenant is concerned. Yes, so things don't just happen because you are godly. Godly Lazarus lived a broke life. 
Yes. 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 Because he, did, he didn't take advantage of the supernatural resources available for them. And what we're saying that in this end time, a major resource that we have as believers is the ministry of angels. And we're yes. believing God that a generation is going to arise, schooled, trained, you know, informed about the ministry of angels who will be responsible. They will know what to do. I mean, anywhere God sends you to, you are confident because you know, angels are already positioned around the city. They will bring every form. You know, this the days of complaining. Oh, you know what? If not for the city I have, I believe Pastor Jerry is a pap. I mean, you can say, oh, he's in Chicago. Why will he talk? He's in Umaya. I'm in Chicago. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not about the location. It's about what you can is about right. what you carry. If you if God sends you into a bush, in that bush, the whole world will gather around you in that bush. Right. And you That's can right. be in the greatest city or not, if there's anything like that. I don't I don't think there's a great there's a greatest city anyway. You are the one that makes great wherever you go. He said, I will yeah. make you great. And That's because right. you have been made great, you can go anywhere and make that place great. Because you carry greatness in you. The resources must be deployed on purpose intelligently. And we're trusting God that in this season, in this season, and I'm your believers will rise up in front. Boy, and we will see an explosion of the supernatural in our cities, in our nations, everywhere. Believers will walk in the consciousness of what is there. Look at what 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 Paul said when, when he was in that they were in that accident. He said, he said, the angel of the Lord spoke to me in the middle of the night that there would be no laws of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he didn't say the Holy Ghost, he said the angel of the Lord. Angel of, look, yes. at, look at the awareness of the early church where angels are concerned. The angel yes. of the Lord yes. spoke to me yes. in the middle of the night that there will be no loss of life. They were aware of the ministry of angels. They yes. were aware. And the church of the present day has no information where the ministry of angels is concerned. You know, when you were talking about, um, when you were talking about, uh, I, I had made mention about Lazarus. Lazarus's problem. Now, why should an angel come to attend to you when you have finally died? When the <laughs> angel could have actually come while you were still alive. But you know the problem. The Bible says Lazarus sat at the gate of the rich man asking for alms because all he was doing, his hope was not on the supernatural. His hope was on a mere man. So when you replace the natural with the supernatural, mm. you must expect the supernatural to offer you what will change your life. So no matter how much of a natural assistance you seem to have, never call natural supernatural. No matter how, because that's the problem of the rich man, the, the, the problem of Lazarus. You sat at the gate there and you did not realize. And all you, I mean, I mean, I've preached from that scripture before and I'm, I'm talking about the source of Lazarus and how dogs, Dogs came and they were leaking the sword. The dogs came and they were leaking the sword. A wounded man, wounded man. He had wounds all over. This was also Jesus that was not wounded, but was 
was exasperated by reason of what the spiritual things he had done. An angel came and ministered to him while he was alive. Another man lost and changed his focus to a human. And all he had was the exacerbation of his wound as the dogs came and continue to lick the wound and the wound obviously will keep getting exacerbated as it were where you end up in is not so much of important as much as the impact we want you to have here you know because i, I mean after all is said and done you know i mean you, you will go to heaven but what, what what's the meaning when you people didn't know that you are a son of abraham and all you had to do was that because some of us right now you have been at some gates you are sitting and waiting at some gate for some rich man to come out and offer you help. Pick up yourself and walk out of that gate and send the angels an assignment. The rich man, you should not be at his gate. The rich man will come looking for you. Go and tell the angels what you need to tell the angels and leave the rest for them. The rich man will come looking for you. But so as long as you are just there, oh God, I wish they would look at me. Oh God, I wish they would do this. Oh God, you have not used your... Ah, yeah, 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 You know, man of God, I am intrigued when I heard Jesus say, until now you have asked nothing mm. until now you are oh how do you say that lord until that scripture is so deep that phrase until now you have asked nothing which means the things that you have asked of me you are scratching the resources of heaven you have not plugged in you have not jumped into into the ocean yet you have asked nothing the things you're asking me are things that you can provide for yourself the things that you're asking me are the things that man can fix for you you have asked for nothing you've not put your faith in that place where you know it's only me that can do this thing you have asked for nothing and so that is why our angels are docile that is why we don't understand that that they carry boshi and and you know Whenever you're talking about, like I said, whether it's the coming of Jesus, whether it's the Armageddon war, whether any of those eschatological events, angels were playing major roles in transition. In transition. I say it again. In transition, angels played major roles. In now, it is even so formidable that in addressing leadership, leadership, pastors, in the book of Revelation. Now, God had to borrow the word to the angel of the church here, to the angel of the church. Now, yes, he was talking to the pastorate. Yes, he was talking to the leadership. But yet again, I sit down and I say, Lord, why do you have to still borrow the word? Angel, you know, why do you? Because there has to be such an awareness of the angelic atmosphere for churches that you understand that nothing happens. Nothing, any church that enjoys speed is a church that has enjoyed what it means to deploy angels. Any church, because the angels are not slow beings. Angels are not slow beings. They never do anything slow. They never do anything. You know how it is, somebody comes to the pulpit and then you say, hey, I'm taking time to boot. You are taking time to boot. You are taking time to boot. You are giving 45 minutes. You are using 30 minutes to boot. Boot what? What are you booting? People don't have time. You are, you are used to, you use 30 minutes to boot. Use 15 minutes to do what? And all that. No angel came on that assignment with you. Because if angels came, there are people. 
microphone, people just start screaming because they, they're walking with angels. They, they, the atmosphere changes when they're coming. It's not about the glee or glamour or razzmatazz, but you just know King Zabashatibara. This man came somewhere, came from somewhere, sat at a meeting. Man of God, do you know that you can have conversations with angels before you step out? God in heaven, when he wanted to kill Ahab, you know, summoned a meeting in heaven. He said, Who shall I want to kill Ahab? Who, I, what, I, this man is mine. And then the Bible said, one spoke on this man. The other spoke on this man. This other one spoke on this man. Until one came and said, I will go. I will be like a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophet. You know? And God said, yeah, you've got it. A conversation went on. How many of us have sat down to discuss with angels for our meeting? The angels for our meeting. There's going to be a Sunday service tomorrow. As it were. How many persons have sat down and said, angels, let's talk about this. How will Sunday look like? You know, so I'm thinking that some of you may need to stand where the greeters, the meters and greeters are, you know, right there. I need, I need someone to be by the gate. I need someone to stand at the junction of the road. Cars that never plan to come to church, divert them to church. They will not know the reason why they just moved and came to church, passed at the car lot, came out. They had no plan to be in church, but they ended up being in church and all that because you had no comfort. You didn't tell them if God can have a meeting in heaven and then wanted the opinions of angels and all that, sit down in meetings by the overflowing um, power and the spirit of God in the inside of you, you will be able to have kingdom conversations with angels. Kingdom conversations with angels. And, and then they will be able, you'll be, you, you'll be speaking out of the overflow of the spirit. They'll be talking to you as spirit. Oh my God, what's a fellowship? What's a koinonia is going to be? Because, I, I, and, and you know the truth is that when that happens, there'll be so much alignment. If they were not needed, the Lord will not tell us that you are on Mount Zion. And away from all that is there's good. There's a company of innumerable angels. So they are all around. When, whenever you call fellowship, angels are there. Anything you call, they are all there. So a company of innumerable angels, but notice the Bible did not tell us what they came to do. So you are the one that will tell the company of innumerable angels what they should do. Send like 120 of them, you know, or maybe 500 to the children's church. Send 500 angels to the children's church. When they are there, they will be correcting the teachers. The teachers want to speak this one. They say, no, don't say that one. And all that. Look at what you're supposed to do. You know, and, all, and they'll do it. And the teachers start saying the right thing. The children's life. I send another 750 angels to the teenage church, to the teen church. Let them go and do their work. And people are walking out of church. And they're saying, the, the, the children are saying, mommy, there's something about church today. The teens are saying, there's something about church today. Then the mother, the father, say, oh my God, I felt the power of God. And you say, that church will collapse. It cannot collapse. It has a secret. There are no secrets that others do not know. Uh, because when the see if God can have conversations with angels, and then you yourself, what kind of conversation you are giving? If God could trust the opinion of an angel and say to an angel, yeah, I am led by, you are led by the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I understand that, you know, sometimes I know that when you speak in the Holy Ghost, I know, and I said, I've been in meetings, like I said yesterday, I've been in meetings where I am praying and, and I just see an angel going to give someone something. And the person was not attentive. The person was not paying attention. Next thing. I just discovered was that the angel came, walked up to me in a nano moment, 
walked up to me and began to tell me that this person's mind was wandering. That the, the person's mind, so the person was not alert to what was being delivered to the person. In that narrow moment, I began to say no, because it's, it's going to take a whole lot for me to say an angel just walked to me now and went to meet someone and came back and all that. I said, please, don't, 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 don't lose it while you are here. And I just keep screaming, please, don't, nobody should distract you. This is a Kairos moment. This is a Kairos. And I just keep screaming in church. This is a Kairos moment. This is a Kairos moment. And it was almost like what I was saying, jacked the person back to consciousness. And it was only at that point that the angel was able, and then he didn't understand the spirit, his spirit, and the angel began to have a conversation. His spirit received the gift. Oh, so much happened, man of God. How I wish more of those people would see what happens in the spirit, that church is not a religion. Church is not a show up. When you are in a supernatural atmosphere, but when the blind leaves the blind, they all enter into a ditch. But if you are led and you are properly led by a man who understands the dynamics, I want to say to anyone, this is this in this season, huh? now that everything has proven to us that everything, anything can collapse at any time, and the world can be clueless for a long time to come. Find yourself a place where the supernatural is at work. You see, all the book, book things they have been teaching you all this while, all the book principle one, principle two, all of them, you know, they didn't stand the test of time. Don't go back to what doesn't work. Don't go back to what didn't work. Get back to what is working. I have seen God do the unthinkable. Oh my God, there's, oh my, I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say because one of the testimonies, you know, one of my boys was showing me, you know, a testimony and say, ah, daddy, did you see this testimony? And I was like, what is it? A woman prayed and all of that. We're praying out of NSPPD. The woman finished praying and all. And the, the daughter said that a being walked into her room. A being walked into her room and whatever. And the being, I, I can't remember the details. So, but the being walked in and I did stuff to her and all of that. And this was exactly the prayer the woman prayed. A deployment of angels. Next thing, the woman, the child started experiencing angelic visitations. Angelic visitations. You know, man of God, there are things that our children, you see, the children of nowadays, parenting has never been difficult as it is right now. But you know what? The child, your child may argue with everything in the Bible. They will argue and say, this is what the Bible says. This is what the Bible says. They say, no, uh, they told me in school. Uh, they told me in, uh, they told me that. And I remember when the last time I was in America, a pastor, you know, walked up to me. So he was telling me, he said, pastor, I'm having a bad, a bad time trying to explain um, a dinosaur out of the life of my son. You know, he said, all they are teaching them is dinosaurs, dinosaurs. So if I say this one, the child will say dinosaur. He said this one, that, that, forgive me. I don't really know what dinosaurs are. I don't even know why America, what, what that, how that thing is. I say, man of God. You see, all these things they are teaching, even if you open your mouth and use English, and explain it out of you that your son will come back. He says, sir, that is what has been happening. When I finish, he will come back again and say they've said a new one and all that. I say, show him one sign. Show him one evidence from God that will shock him. When he looks at it, he says, Jesus, you mean this thing happened? I say, anything you say, they will believe. They will not come back to ask you again. Because they've come to that point where they know that this is daddy. Daddy is showing me evidence. Daddy is not talking. He's, show, he's, he's showing me evidence. He's showing me evidence. I like it 
when my daughter tells me, he says, ah, Daddy, you are very powerful. No? You are very... I say, exactly. I say, that's how people should be. That's why if anything happens, you see, my power will come against you. You have to be careful. Yes, they have to believe something. Parenting is no longer with English and Cain. English and Cain did not have our children, but the supernatural knows how to put children in check. So there's no part of, of angelic ministration. You know, in your house, you need angels. At home, you know, anywhere you go to, there must be a shandiba. I could go on and on, let God. So I, I don't Ooh. even think Wow, this, this is awesome. I, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. This is amazing. Thank you, Pastor Jerry, for this amazing conversation. We are sure you enjoy this podcast. You can also join Dr. K on Instagram at Dr. K Live every weekday at 7 a.m. CST.